0: Let's get it. Welcome to the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy?
1: As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. It's great to hear that.
0: We have so very much to get into, including grading every team from the NBA regular season thus far. We're also going to touch on the massive Cowboys trade over this weekend. But first, I was in the building for the Grizzlies' second blowout win over the Warriors in nine days. And Dylan Brooks had his way with this team. Klay Thompson, of course, gently reminded him the number of championships. Coop,
1: what was your reaction to all this when I get chat up on screen? Well, for one, rent-free. Rent-free? I mean, we were living rent-free in their head. Dylan Brooks, not just in this game, but in these past four games, I might it might be more than that, I might be short-changing them, has been on one. Tell Ever since that Draymond Green, uh, the back-and-forth chirping, mm. chirping, it's he's been on one and this Warriors Road struggles continue. Um I'm proud
0: seven of the Grizz. and twenty nine on the road, yeah, the eleven garbage. straight losses on the road. Shout out Golden State fans. I know this isn't Grizz talk, but when your team gets your ass beat twice by a team without John ja Morant, without Steven Adams, without Brandon Clark, we're gonna let you hear about
1: it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um J- Jonathan Kaminga did look really good. He like, did positive note for you Warriors fans. Jonathan Kaminga looked really good. Um I really would love
0: It's been a rare sight. He's just been inconsistent this year, right? Super
1: inconsistent. Obviously injuries come and go. That's what's happened with wigs all year. But like Kaminga was probably if Kaminga didn't play that game, they would have probably lost by fifty. Facts. Like we might have we might have tried to beat that OKC 73. Dead <laughs> ass, dude. Like, The way Dylan, Dylan Brooks went four for four from three. I hope you know that. Like, he oh, shot, I know, dude. He I, shot better than Steph Curry from there three.
0: There was <laughs> twice I turned to my dad and said, what the hell shot was this? It was three seconds in the shot clock, pull up, Dylan drained it. I was like, okay. I was like, what's
1: happening? Every time I was like, that's break." Yeah. <laughs> was nothing but that. He was in a rhythm. And I'm not even... Tyler
0: Holland, hold up. I just want to stop. I just want to say shout-out Tyler Holland. He's got notifications turned on for us. Thank you so much, Tyler. Dope. But back to this Clay Thompson counting to four thing. The funny thing about it is not that he was down by 20, getting blown yeah. out again, but – it was that he was a minus 30 oh, yeah. in this game. Klay Thompson was a minus 30 in this game, and he's still counting to four. That's all they have to hold on to right now. As I said, 7-29 and 29 on the road, 11 straight on the road, and it's not like they're going to have any type of home court advantage mm-hmm. if they even make it to the playoffs. Yeah, they got to make it first. Because they're in a dogfight right now with the Minnesota Timberwolves just for that six seed. You know the title, man. Is the Warriors' dynasty done? This is not just based off this game. Look, we're looking at an entire season now of them not being able to defend. And the Grizzlies really have – they don't have three of their top six guys right now. If you can't defend then, who can you defend?
1: Nobody. They Like, this is a team that even you and I will sit here and say, like when they're playing at home and they're playing like the Celtics, they go toe-to-toe with them. They yes. look like a championship team they're still having to score 130 Mm -hmm. just to stay in the game. Right. You're not winning a championship like that. Like, I I hate to break it to people. You're not. If Mm -hmm. you're giving up 120 points a night, you won't win every game. Like, you will go cold. You will shoot 37% from three. As a three, as a predominant, like, all you shoot is threes. Like, you can't do what they're doing. The recipe that they have right now is not a recipe for success. It's a recipe for what we're seeing. Yes, their home record looks incredible. Yes. Everybody's home record looks incredible. If you literally look at every single team in the league right now, nobody is bad at home unless yeah. you're a tanking team. Or but, unless
0: you're the Grizzlies, you're in the best in the league at home. But yeah, that's I mean, neither it's, here nor there. I, I mean, mean, You know,
1: it is what it is. Like, we get the 9 one behind us, and it's it's – over.
0: Exactly. And I just want to shout out Dylan Brooks. All these people saying that he's overblown. He's just a glorified trash talker. He can't defend. No. Uh Steph Curry, the greatest shooter ever in this one, had only 16 points.
1: Yeah, 5 of 15. And I guarantee you some of those makes didn't even come on Dylan. No. Like, every time, like, even the good shots against Dylan, where I was like, dang, Dylan missed that one. Mm-hmm. He still bricked it. And I'm like, dude. No. Like, even if he's not in good defensive position, he's still stopping Steph Curry.
0: Five of 15, 3 of eight from three. And he played thirty minutes. It's not like he played eighteen or nineteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Kerr had he to wave Curry. Yeah. He he minutes match Curry and you have to Kerr had to wave the white flag oh, in this one as well. That's, I mean,
1: yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Clay Thompson sitting on the bench uh with Seven minutes to go in both of the last two Grizzlies games, and that's not because they're blowing them out, they're getting blown out. Exactly. Like you're sitting on the bench because your coaches like, this isn't even worth wasting my guys on. It's
0: the most, like, inexplainable thing in the NBA thus far. A team of this age, caliber, and maturity yeah. not able to win on the road. The Grizzlies, they make sense why their away record is not good. A young yeah. team, you have a guy going to strip clubs and yeah. doing shit he's not supposed to be doing. But the Warriors, it's just like they don't care. No. I think it's more of an arrogance type of thing that they can just turn it on whenever. And when you're sitting at five hundred. In late March, you—it's pretty scary.
1: Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. This team is built on cocky yeah. showmanship. I mean, that's what they're built on. Like, and obviously, I'm not upset. by And it's that, worked for them. Yeah, and the it's four worked. championships, bro. It's like, caught I'm up not
0: even going to argue. Yeah. It's caught up.
1: Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I understand everything Draymond Green said about. Oh well, they got to beat us in the playoffs when it matters. They they ain't got a championship. We have one. I get that. I hear all that. You're not even going to be in the talks for a championship this year. No.
0: And what's amazing to me is everybody seems to forget that season two years ago.
1: When we knocked them out of the play. When
0: this team knocked them out of the play in. And they yep. can say, oh my God, we didn't have Clay Thompson that play in year. We were on the road, we didn't have John Morant last year and still took them to six. We had John Morant for half the series and still took them to six. And nobody seems to remember two years ago with Stephen Curry, they get knocked out in the play-in. Do they get knocked out in the play-in this year? Not by us, but somebody else.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be honest. The Lakers are a much better team than them. I agree. And granted, I think the Lakers Shout might find a way to sneak out, out of...
0: Austin Reeves. Career high yesterday oh for the boy. 35 Dang. for AR. We'll get into all of that, but He's we're going to stick so on the different.
1: Warriors.
0: We're going to stick He's on so the... Different. But
1: this team... I told you all along, I said, this team cannot afford to be in the play, and they've got to step it up, they've got to figure it out, because I told you, they're not, it's not going to be a recipe for success if you have to fight your way through the play, because you're putting more mileage on an older team, you're fighting harder, those are, like, in baseball terms, people say those are stressful pitches, these are stressful games that you're playing right now, because Grizzlies, we're in the playoffs, like, Exactly. we can even lose, like, half of the rest of our games, we're still going to be in the top six. Yeah. Like, we don't have to worry about that. And I'm not You even, worry.
0: And I'm not even worried about Memphis because six of their next sevens at home. Golden State has to go on the road for a chunk of this upcoming schedule. And I just – I don't know how I feel about them, man. Because I've been holding out for so long because I was so wrong about them last year and winning the championship. They proved me wrong. Stick to your guns. This year, <laughs> the West is extremely weak, but it's hard to see them just flipping a switch. Andrew Wiggins, that thing has been – Peculiar, but they—I mean, look—they've still had the core three of Steph, Draymond, and Klay Thompson. Obviously, Jordan Poole coming off.
1: Yeah, and Steph's been hurt, but at the end of the day, you just said it. Jordan Poole steps in, and we saw that role last year. Jordan Poole was awesome. Um, I guess Draymond punched him in the face. It's kind of messed up his game a little bit, but uh, yeah,
0: I I think that kind of—I don't know—throughout the team. And the funny thing is, Draymond literally said that his teammates, like Dylan Brooks' teammates, doesn't like Dylan. You literally knocked dude out face. Like Jordan Poole. One punch
1: knocked him out. Like like, after
0: a championship in training camp, you're jealous because you don't get a contract, and you knock out. As yeah.
1: Dylan says, keep blogging, man. It's yeah. cute. Keep blogging. But like you said, they have. I'm pretty sure they have five games left at home. Three of them are easy wins. I'll just go ahead and say it. San Antonio. <laughs> How many
0: away games does Golden State have left?
1: Five. They have five on the road and five at home. Okay, even schedule. Yeah. What are the away ones? At Houston, which... Houston, hey, Boston Houston lost zone, there last yeah. week. L.A. lost there last Somehow week. People, Houston sneaks some more people. Dallas, I'm not worried about. But Luka might be back by then. He's not playing tonight against our Grizzlies, sadly, because my fantasy team is missing him. But right. he's not playing tonight. He might be playing Wednesday because they did put him, I think it was at doubtful today. So he could be coming back for that game. But even still, that team's garbage.
0: This is, this is something else I want to approach. Uh, Carson in chat asks, what are y'all's opinions on the jaw drama? Y'all probably have gone over this, but I haven't heard it. We have gone over it, but you know we'll, we we want to talk on. about it because it's relevant today. Ja Morant is eligible today to walk into the Grizzlies facility. Yep. As everyone knows, they play the Dallas Mavericks tonight. He's not going to play in this one, but this is his first day back on campus, I'd like to say. he's His suspension's <laughs> up. And he's likely going to return either Wednesday or Friday, both those games being against the Rockets at home, so I definitely envision one of those two games he comes back. How we feel about it is he needs to surround himself with better people. I don't know if he changed in the 10 to 14 days that he was out, I truly don't believe that, to be honest, but... What did change is the people around you, are they going to tell you not to go on Instagram Live when you have a Glock with you? Are yeah. they going to tell you not to go on Instagram Live when you're at a strip club? That's what I want to know. You clean up the people around you because it's what you always say. You are who you are around, yeah, and it, you, you have are, to change that.
1: Exactly, and I think more or less, I'm at the end of the day, I do not think... Uh, Two days in a therapy group in Florida did much for him. If no. I'm being completely honest with you, in my opinion, I think it was just a massive wake up call. Like he saw the lights beyond basketball. Like he, he got to see the glimpse. Like exactly. You could lose it all. Yeah. Um. Like it's and it's quick too. Mm. It's not a oh this this is gonna happen gradually. No, it's quick. Um. So I think that was the wake up call that he needed to kind of be like, all right, exactly. I'll chill out a little bit. And the Grizzlies making the decision to not stay overnight in any of these away places. Brilliant on their part. Why haven't you done it the past four years? Exactly. As we've seen, I mean, you and I, the amount of times we look at a game on the road and we're like, all right, John was out all night last right. night. Mm-hmm. Golly.
0: And they just look flat. A report did come out that you're alluding to last week that we're not staying overnight. And it happened last week in Miami. We didn't stay overnight there. The Grizzlies did not stay overnight there. Granted, and hopefully start. that changes going forward. Um, you saw it in Houston Russell Westbrook left the Rockets because James Harden would make the team stay overnight in whatever city they were in so he could go out and party. James Harden can play through a hangover.
1: John Morant cannot. No. John Morant bad. cannot. Yeah. Go look at the All-Star game if you want to see how it really was. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no. I just think he needs to make better life decisions, and I think that was kind of the wake-up call to start making those decisions.
0: Exactly. One housekeeping thing uh, before we go into something else. We are at 149,000 subscribers. Make sure to mash that subscribe button. Get us to 150. Also, everyone in stream, give us a like, man. We thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, every Monday and Thursday, the Hampton Sports Podcast. We really appreciate y'all. Now let's grade every NBA team thus far in the regular season. The regular season's winding down, right? We can kind of get a picture, yeah, a glimpse, and kind of give them a report card of how it's been so far. So we're going to grade A to F. Um, each team season thus far, chat. Be sure to uh, engage with us in this and send a super for a shout out. Let's start at the top of the Eastern Conference: Milwaukee Bucks. Man, a plus on the season, fifty-one and twenty. They've Chris Middleton's been hurt for most of the season. It has not mattered. Giannis is the MVP conversation. Drew Holiday was an All Star. How you feel about the Bucks?
1: Bucks are easy, a plus. I mean, this is a team that they're getting a lot of recognition, and it's due and it's well deserved. Um, I thought they've made incredible roster moves this year I know you hate me for bringing him up but Javon Carter's stepped in to both step filling in for a Chris Middleton role and filling in for a Drew Holiday role and he's done it to perfection and a guy that they did not think would do that um obviously Grayson Allen who they traded for a few years ago has been great for them but Jay Crowder they went out more aggressive and got another vet um and as much as people somehow think Brooke Lopez is defense player of the year they have three guys that are all-NBA defensive team qualities on this team, and so this team just keeps humming along.
0: Absolutely, not too much to say. I think they are the runaway finals favorite right now, and I think most people agree with that. Um, Let's close a book on the Golden State Warriors uh, as we go to the West. What is the grade you give them so far? Uh, Me, personally, with Golden State... I'm going to go a D-minus just because the expectations were so high. I had them repeating because they didn't lose much. They pick up Dante DiVincenzo. And, and on top of that, Jordan Poole gets another year under his belt. It's just been majorly disappointing for them.
1: Yeah, I would. I, I think D is a good spot for them because you're obviously still in the playoff hunt right now, um, which has got to say something because that's not a complete loss of a season. You could be sitting at Portland's spot and right. I'll get to them in a minute. But, like... It's not a complete loss of a season, but like you said, through injuries or whatever's happened to them, they've just been disappointed. And I think um, at the end of the day, you can't. You're a team that's won cha- four championships in the last eight years. Now, granted, we could be sitting here talking about this and they're in a championship next year and they win it. Could exactly. go five for 10. Right. completely possible. I'm not writing them off completely yet, but this team, if this is the trajectory that they're on, it's not looking good for them. And they look split, too, because Stephen Curry, I, I was just watching.
0: Steph and Draymond didn't even look like they cared. Saturday night when I was there, they're at the end of the bench laughing when they're getting their ass kicked for the 11th straight game yeah, on the road. Don't, don't and I, I get that they've been in the biggest of like championship games, and this is just a March game, but... When you're 500, you have to care because yeah. you're in a dogfight with the Timberwolves. I just don't understand how you cannot care right now. And I think the Jordan Poole, Draymond Green thing, I really think that split the team a little bit and was not a good start to the year. Oh, it,
1: it definitely was. I mean, at the end of the day, that you had to sock a dude in the face. So like.
0: <laughs> and I'll be straight, bro. Golden State had a switch for the last decade that they could turn on and off. Yep. Now, are they too washed? Not washed, but aged to be able to flip that switch now. I, Stephen Curry is still one of the greatest players in the world. I have no questions about his talent. I'm talking about the Draymond Greens and not having Andrew Wiggins. Can you really still flip that switch?
1: No. Well, maybe we've seen it. Yeah. They keep trying to, and then you can't stop anybody. Yeah. It's like one of those things that you're sitting there and you're you're scoring, but when the other team's scoring threes too, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, you're in a 20-point hole. It doesn't matter at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to stop people, and they cannot do that. Absolutely. What grade did you give them again? I give them a D. A D. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nice to you today and not go plus minus. You like D's, huh? Did you get a lot of
0: D's and on your report card?
1: No. I was an A B student, mostly A's. Okay. I got a few Cs.
0: Not a big fan of D's? No.
1: I yeah, mean neither. Well, you like D's.
0: No, I tend to swing the other way. How about the LA Lakers? What's your grade for them? I think a turbulent season. It started yeah. off two and ten with Russell Westbrook. You're running out, winning Gabriel with lineups and Dennis Schroeder, them two together. It was just Really not good to start, and that trade changed everything. I, I'm i going to give it a B plus just because of what Rob Palenka turned this roster into. You have an injury-riddled season. AD and LeBron has missed extended times, but you're still right there to make the playoffs.
1: I'm going to go C, and the only reason I'm going C is because that first, first half of the season was a massive F. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bad. The second half of the season has been B, A. Like okay. Right there. So, I'm going to just... Split the middle? Split the middle. um, Because you're still sitting at 35 and 37 uh, with however many games left. Sorry, I'm not going to do that quick math because it's just going to be bad. Uh Um, This team left a lot to be desired. Obviously, I mean, you're going into a season with LeBron James. You're not expecting a losing record. They can still not have a losing record, but before that trade – this was about to be doom and
0: gloom. Yeah, it was about to be. You and I were talking about should LeBron leave spend yeah, his last that, year somewhere else and
1: bad. Yeah. And then that trade changed everything. Like you mentioned already, Austin Reeves was incredible last night. He's been incredible, and I've already seen that the trade or the contract talks are about to be he's, four years. He's 50 wanting million fifty million dollars uh, now. Yeah, and it's it's wild because he's kind of a Dylan Brooks esque type player. Mm. As far as attitude's concerned, right, I'm, I would take Austin Reeves over Dylan in a heartbeat. But that's because for the culture. But
0: Interesting. <laughs> Even right now you take Austin over Dylan.
1: I mean, for the culture. Okay. All right, right. Dylan's been great. I'm not upset about Dylan has him. been great. Well, we'll talk But about the shooting,
0: time. the shot selection's still not there. they just happening to go in. Right yeah, now. exactly. We're just getting
1: lucky and they're draining everything. Yeah. But, no, Austin Reeves has been incredible. Um, D-Lo, Jarrett Vanderbilt. This team went from one of the worst defenses to one of the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, just by a few trades, yeah. which I don't know how they got. I, I will always sit on this hill. I don't know how they got all that for who they gave up. It makes zero sense in the world.
0: Jared Vanderbilt could start on almost all 30 NBA teams oh, right no, now. Oh, no, he's
1: he's the perfect plug-and-play for wing.
0: And Malik Beasley is what you're looking for as far as a 3 and D guy because yeah. he's an absolute sniper from yeah. deep. And Oh, and he's a microwave, too. If exactly. He, if he hits
1: one, he's hitting three. Yeah. Like, and it's it's quick, too.
0: And Anthony Davis, you and I rag on him a ton, call him street clothes, whatnot. He but when dangerous. he's on the floor, bro, he's oh, he's, he's s- been a superstar this year. That's something he was not last year.
1: It's okay. Jerry Jackson Jr. is better.
0: Uh, okay. We move on. Let's go back to the East, why don't we?
1: He knows it's true. How are we'll you feeling? Give me an East team, bro. We were kind of on, two. By the Let's way, I, I do want to
0: shout out... Um, talk about your Lonzo Ball Bulls. Oh, I, that'll be interesting. I do want to shout out Corey Austin. Uh, he gave the Lakers a C plus.
1: Fair. Okay, so you want to talk about the Bulls? We'll talk about the Bulls.
0: Chicago Bulls, man. Lonzo Ball situation. I don't think he's ever played. Third
1: knee surgery, by the way. did ha- Is it is happening or it did happen? I don't know. I, I think it's
0: planned to happen. He's probably going to miss all of next year, too. I don't think he's ever playing basketball again. Shout out LeVar Ball for... Hurting his son.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. You're blaming LaFarma. No, I'm not because I watched an
0: interview with him the other day, bro. And he was like, He's calmed down a lot. He said after his first knee surgery, this was like eight, 10 months ago, he goes, I don't know what they're doing in Chicago, but he was never hurt when he was with me. (laughs) <laughs> I, I did like, see that one. I was like, Dude. he
1: needs to go back to being with Lavar. My I word, like, Chicago's ruined, Lonzo.
0: I don't know what it is. The doctors still don't know what the hell's going on with him. But the Bulls, as far as the season, by the way, I love Patrick Beverly's energy since he's been he's traded been there. Chicago kid representing this team. Shout out to Pat Bev. It's been relatively underwhelming, to be honest. DeMar DeRozan's a guy I love, and same with Zach Levine. But I'm just going to go a C- because you went all in with this roster. You still have Vucevic for some reason who cannot defend shit, and offensively he's going to be spotty for you, so I can give them a C-. I'm going
1: to be honest with you. I don't think I've seen a single Bulls game this entire year. Um, you and I talk about it all the time, how teams like Boston, teams like L.A., Lakers, teams like the Knicks, Bulls. Those four teams, if they're incredible, it makes the NBA just that much better. And we got three of the four. And obviously, this has been a magnificent season. But the Bulls just sit there, and they come in with all these expectations, and they just let you down. Yeah. I mean, this is just a team that is – we want to be good so bad as non-Bulls fans. Like, just NBA fans want this team to be good, and they can't.
0: The league's better when Chicago's good, and you just hate it for the fans there because you feel like they really got everything cut short with the whole Derrick Rose situation. And outside of Derrick Rose those years, this team has had really nothing to cheer for since Michael Jordan. And that's why you want the Bulls to be good. Like,
1: like the Bulls, that year you're referring – or, like, when Derrick Rose came in, they had Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Luol Deng, like – Carlos Boozer. Boozer, Joe Noah, Kirk Heinrich. <laughs> that team was legit. Right. Like I mean, fun team. I think they were an eight they were an eight seat or something like that when they beat somebody on a massive like Derek. Yeah, but then they were in it with yeah. Miami going
0: back and forth with Miami. And then the year
1: he tore I think it was his ACL. Yeah. They were he one tore seed. both, yeah. yeah. And then, like it's just one of those things that what could have been
0: Tom Thibodeau is a great coach for yes. them. Yeah. um so
1: but they're I'm sitting with you on the C minus. I know I said oh, I wasn't gonna do many plus minuses, but I feel like they are lower than the Lakers, so I'll put a minus in there. They've just been one of those teams that's just like meh. Yeah, We've, we looked over them because exactly you have players that everybody loves, but you're not putting it on the the court. No, and, and you got Caruso.
0: <laughs> and realistically, let's say they even like win two games, getting the play the playoffs. They're or not swept. Yeah,
1: they're not catching one on Milwaukee, Philly, no. or
0: Boston. I really don't believe that. Yeah, but if it
1: stays the way it is, they're not catching. Yeah, they wouldn't catch one on the Knicks right now. I I wouldn't disagree with that, bro. Shoot, the Mikael Bridges Brooklyn Nets—they wouldn't catch one. Mikael <laughs> like, Bridges on one.
0: Let's go to a more happier story in the Western Conference. Oklahoma City Thunder, thirty-five and thirty-six, now at the eight seed. Shea Gildress Alexander has been an All awesome. NBA player, not yeah. just an All Star, an All NBA player this year. Shea's blossoming into that. Really I was depressed about this team going into the season. They lost Chet Holmgren in the offseason, unfortunately. Wasn't able to see that. Josh Giddees made a leap this year and J Dub damn, Jalen Williams has been
1: going crazy, oh man. Oh my gosh. I think I,
0: okay, see, give me uh, an A minus.
1: I'm I'm agreeing with you on that one. I'm mm. not even gonna hesitate. I I told you that this team I think before and after the chat, I was like, this team's going to be good. Yeah. They're starting to hit. Josh Giddy, nobody expected him to go as high as he went. Like, Grizzly fans were mad when he was being mocked to us four picks later. Exactly. I'm sorry. If he had landed in the Grizzlies, I would not be upset in any shape or form, even right. though he's not a great three-point shooter. But he's awesome mm-hmm. at basketball. Shea, you just said it, he's an all-NBA player. Like, if he's not, something went wrong. Mm-hmm. Horribly wrong. Jalen Williams, one of my favorite rookies. I, I've said it. I think he can try and fight. Uh, Paolo for that Rookie of the Year, but I think Paolo's just so far ahead now, it doesn't matter. But Jalen Williams is an all-rookie first team, easy. Um, he's incredible, and then just think about it. Chet's going to be there next year. Exactly. And you have picks this year to make moves if you really want to go get somebody. Like, I mean, this team, everything is laid out in front of them.
0: Sam Presti has set it up perfectly. Yes. I think one off move they make, go get a solid vet, and draft, you see what happens. I I think Chet is more of a reinforcement there's so much less pressure on him now because this yes. team has been decent without him. Let's go to chat real quick. Cooper Bell said, who do you think has the best rookies in the NBA currently? Obviously, Paul Bancaro, the Magic, we'll get to them as a team. But Paolo Bancaro is a Runaway Rookie of the Year. You and I also Pacers. love Ben Matherin. You and I love Ben Mather
1: And uh, Nimhard. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. They've been awesome. And they're just a younger team, too. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, OKC, okay, we just got through talking about both. Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams yeah, have yeah. been great. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think if there's any other rookies that I need to shout out.
0: I think the Pacers would
1: probably be the best. Pacers the have the best rookies. rookies.
0: I think yeah. uh Kings just with their one rookie, Keegan Murray,
1: and the success great. they've had. Dude. Go ahead. Have you seen Jabari Smith the last few games? Bro,
0: talk, shout out Jabari Smith while we're talking hey. about
1: rookies. I, Game I mean, winner. You know, you know me enough to know that I'm I, I still play fantasy basketball, sadly. Uh-huh. Um and I'm in the playoffs. At this and deep in the season, yeah. Dude, you're you're a trooper. He's, he's been on one. Like mm-hmm. I was looking at his like last five games because you know that's all they put there. That man's been like over forty, like four of the five. I'm like, what is happening?
0: Efficiency wise, he's been is terrible he, up yeah, to this point. Up to now,
1: and now he's been playing. He's been
0: absolutely balling. Let's talk about the Rockets. Why don't we? this is a team you and I we're hella excited to watch this team
1: to start was, the year. I was and high it expectations, lasts, low results.
0: And then it lasted for about a week because we're like, God, this <laughs> team is god awful. <laughs> 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 we're just happy about Shin Goon paired with Jabari Smith, Jalen Green in his second year. Mm-hmm. What we're we gonna see there? Their rookie Tari Eason. And they have 18 wins here in March, or 18 and 53, and they are the only team worse than the. Actually, San Antonio and Houston's the two teams that are worse on the road than the Golden State Warriors. So six and 28 on the road for the Houston Rockets. Jalen Green's been spotty, still, you know, relatively inconsistent scoring wise. He shows star potential here at spots, but I'm gonna give the Houston Rockets just a D because they have no culture right
1: now. No, and I was going to say F, but at the end of the day, I still think they've gotten positives out of this year mm-hmm. um, with Shangun kind of stepping into the role they wanted him to take in. Uh, we've seen the spurts of, obviously, Jabari Smith and Jalen Green now, um, and I like Torrey Eason, but that's about it. Exactly. I, I think you got to wipe this team. you got to start building a culture, and it's got to happen sooner rather than later because mm-hmm. Jalen Green can be a star. He right. can be he can be up there with the Anthony Edwards of the world and the people like that. Like he can do it. He has to start building good habits.
0: Is he so great that he can overcome this atrocity he's been a part of going out and getting throttled every single night can't is he great enough to overcome it because you look like guys like I'm not comparing Jalen Green to Michael Jordan but you Michael Jordan was in a horrible situation Chicago was a poverty franchise until he got there and then he was able to change it I don't know if Jalen Green is that great without a vet to be able to do that another Um, 20 win season
1: I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know Mm -hmm. that's a cop-out answer I don't either just because I don't know his mentality like you know there's guys in this league that like no matter what they're going to go out there and they're going to perform like they they could be losing every game they could be winning every game right I feel like he would have already said something to the effect of I just wish we could be more competitive I just wish we could like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like if he had that competitive edge to like want to win every game. Devin like Booker that. showed that yes. in his
0: because he was like, I want the super team to come to me. And he got laughed at because the Suns were bottom of the they league for so long. And he was like, No, I want the super team to come to me. I'm not going anywhere. I haven't really seen that. I think David that's Green. a great comparison for him. Yeah. He could be
1: Devin Booker. Yeah. He could also be like a. I'm trying to think of somebody who would compare, but like.
0: Like a. Uh, I, I wouldn't say like he's a lot more talented his ceiling's a lot higher than a guy like Stefan Marbury but Marbury was not a winning player. He could be, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody like that like he could turn into a a, a star mm-hmm. or he could turn into a really good six man that just comes in to shoot. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I mean that's literally like I'm not trying to be mean. I don't think he's I don't think he's He won't ever get that bad to, yeah. but like
0: I think he he is a he is an an all-star that won't I just don't know if he can win at the highest level yet. I'm not ready to write a book on this yeah. kid. He's in his second year, but Devin Booker, I think That's a great question. D- yeah, does D book he found a way to win in Phoenix? Can he do that in Houston? I don't know if he'll do it in Houston, but Robert I, Silas I, will be gone. Yeah,
1: Steve poor Steven Silas. Get, I would hate, dude. Or Steven Silas, excuse me. Yeah. I could not sit on the sideline for eighty two games of that. And you're getting your ass beat I, I could
0: not do it i do want to shout out gage and chad he goes i love your podcast really appreciate you my man also there is something else i wanted to hit you ready to move to a different team you, got yeah, you can go ahead a different team uh sports is life said what's your opinion on the celtics choking the number one seed let's talk let's grade the boston celtics regular season so far celtics have choked it man they're all the way back to the three seed now behind the bucks and 76ers mm-hmm. boston's I mean, they They're came starting. out hot. Joe Missoula got that uh, contract extension. And ever since then, they've kind of been up and down. They're 5-5 five five in their last 10. How you feeling about the Boston Celtics? I'm going to say a B. I think it's been a – front half of it was an A-plus. Now it's kind of dropped off a little bit.
1: I'm still sticking at like an A-minus, B-plus range mm-hmm. just because like – All the
0: shit that happened with Yeah, Ime Adoka. you came into this
1: <laughs> season and you and I said there, <laughs> this is going to be rough. Yeah. Like, yes, you're coming off a, a tough championship loss – you just lost your coach. You've right. lost your assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Now you're on your third string coach. Exactly. This is going to be rough. Yeah. And they came out guns blazing. And then, as you just said, he got that contract extension. And every massive sports NBA media person said, Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Wait until you see him perform in the playoffs. And then, after he got that, you started to see them kind of teeter back down. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're like, Was he. Is this what it's going to happen in the playoffs? They're going to fizzle out because they can't keep it going with the new head coach.
0: I hope not. And even at the peak of Powers, where we still had questions, you still went seven games with Milwaukee without Chris Middleton. Milwaukee seven won games with Jimmy Butler. Exactly. Like, <laughs> two, Butler. two years ago, Milwaukee was the world champs. Could they get by Milwaukee? Now, I don't know if this team could get by Philly with the way they're playing right now. I don't think so either. Uh, I do worry. By the way, I do want to shout out my Tennessee volunteers for making the Sweet 16. Did you see the videos of Grant Williams
1: uh, heckling hey. Jason hey, Tatum? J-Tay, <laughs> J-Tay. J- <F-Duke. laughs> hey, Jay. F Duke. There's
0: another video. They were getting on the bus, and T- uh, Grant Williams was following them playing Rocky Top in Tatum's oh ear. God. Jason Tatum's like, I don't care. He does not care. He's like, dude, I have not <laughs> He was like, I was Duke at Duke since. for one year. Yeah. You were at
1: Tennessee for four. We <laughs> like, We're doing shout-outs. Shout out to my old Miss Lady Robes. I knew you were gonna bring this Sweet up. Sweet sixteen. Dude. First time to two thousand seven. First time this is the fourth time in women's NCAA history bro. that a one seed has not made it to the Sweet Sixteen. I saw this on Shout out, out Rubes. I was
0: like, damn, it's a dry Monday. They're covering old Miss Women's Basketball. Hey, Coach. But Yo. I was happy for you. I almost texted you, bro. Coach you Yo. I almost texted you, man. We put that defense on, bro. They didn't even score forty points. All right, we just talked about the Boston Celtics, man. By the way, those of you who don't know, we are grading every NBA team's regular season thus far since the season is winding down. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream right now. And uh, thank y'all so much for joining us. Let's get into another team as we go in chat. Astro said, are the Suns going to compete for a chip... Legitly, that's that's a great question, my guy, because I think the Suns, with Kevin Durant back, I believe a report came back that he... He could be
1: back by the he, end of March.
0: He could be back by the end of this month. There's 11 days left in March. I don't know. It looked really seamless. The three games I saw him play for the Phoenix Suns, but, I mean, look, it was against the Charlotte Hornets and the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> and not the greatest of competition there. But on paper, man, this team can compete with anybody in the Western Conference... I'm going to go on record saying that it's their West to lose right right now. Because the Denver Nuggets, they've been on a skid of all skids lately. Uh, the Sacramento Kings, I think they – don't have enough scars. You could say the same thing about the Memphis Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies going on through this John Morant situation. Yeah, you have questions right. about how he's going to come back. I just think the Phoenix Suns have to be, even though we've seen three games of Kevin Durant just there. You have to give them the nod in the Western Conference because it has been weak this year. Yeah,
1: I, I, By I like the way, them. What should I? What should we grade them? The, the Suns. Yeah, I'm gonna say an A. I feel like just a B because they, I kind of want to go incomplete because we really haven't seen them, but like. They're they, good. They were a play-in team until like KD. Oh, I know. And you and I And Devin Booker's that. been great. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to stick with just a B. Yeah. Mostly just because that's a cop-out answer because I feel like I haven't seen everything that I want to see just yet. Obviously, they're sitting at the 4 seed, which is good for them. But, but Only five games over 500. Yeah, though. and I'm also sitting there. I'm like, you're still five and a half games out of the 3 seed. So, like, it's right. not like you're just ahead of the play-in pack is exactly. how I look at this. So, that's a B for them because even before that trade, I'm sitting there, I'm like, this team's just – they're not hitting there. like it was like it was like there was a flat tire they just mm-hmm. kept like they would exactly. like look like they're starting to go and then they would be back down on the ground yeah. I'm like I wish this team would show me more and so I'm going to stick with B but Kevin Durant I'm not counting him out unless he's having to play the Boston Celtics cuz we saw what they did to him right um, but this team can win a championship. It's it's not out of the realm of possibilities. No, not but.
0: at all. It's not out of the realm of possibilities at all, especially in this uh, environment. Chris Paul staying healthy could have something to do with it, but I think having KD there and the way Josh Okogie's been playing for them lately – I mean, he looks like a true starter he's been in this awesome. league. Yes, yeah, s- awesome. And to pick up the re-signing of Torrey Craig in the offseason w- was uh, big time as yep. well. DeAndre Ayton, he's got to elevate his game uh, when you're going against a Nikola Jokic in the playoffs. I think the Suns, they could go seven games with so many teams, but I'm just going to give them the nod in a ton of series because of their talent.
1: Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, like as much as I joke about their depth, when you get to the playoffs – your top five are probably going to be playing, like, 40 minutes. Facts. So, like, you're only needing depth for eight of those minutes. Like, mm-hmm. granted, that can cost you, but when you have guys like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, and I'll even include DeAndre Ayden and Chris Paul in this, yeah, it's going to be really good.
0: You, you and I are strong believers that Kyrie Irving's not going to be in Dallas for long. And How long do you think Kevin Durant's going to be there? Over or under three years? Under. I don't...
1: I'm so worried Like all these guys Just want to lo- Like sign one year contracts And just bounce to every team See how many teams I'm gonna say over bro I, I like actually do
0: think He finishes his career there Under I'm not kidding I think he
1: finishes a career there No he's finishing his career In Grizzly Blue
0: Shout out Devin Booker For sticking through All this shit man. Yeah, I don't know Shout out to Devin I love Devin Booker I like Booker, man. Yeah Man can get uh,
1: he, he can get some females too so shout out to Devin Booker Yeah I saw that thing Where Bad Bunny Like made a joke about him <laughs> I don't even listen to any of those people, so I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know, other know anything about
0: it. I did see something like that come across my phone, but D bug you just keep doing you, dog. You just keep you doing you. You keep on trucking. Yeah, you keep being a menace. Uh, I did see Dre Two K clips. Asked about the Miami Heat. Let's grade their regular season so far. As far as the Miami Heat, I think they've been disappointed. They're sitting at the play-in tournament, thirty-nine and thirty-four right now. Uh, been up and down relatively all year long. Jimmy Butler hasn't had a ton of help offensively. No. Now, I don't know <laughs> oh. if the East just got better this year around them or if they just got a little bit worse, which I think, to be honest, it was a little bit of both. And when you don't have – I don't know if Jimmy Butler can be your the best player on a championship team. I look at the Knicks. That kills me. I pick the Knicks in a series. I pick the Cleveland Cavaliers in a series. Everybody in the middle of the East, I pick them over
1: Miami right yeah, now. Yeah, and I would too. And what I'll say – To them is they've just been disappointing because you and I sat there and we got to watch an incredible final series between them and Boston. Like, granted, it wasn't necessarily great games every time, but like it was one team trading like it was punches after punches after punches. Like it was a heavyweight battle. Um, And then they sat there and they did nothing in the season. Yeah. They got worse. Yeah. And they are like, oh, Kyle Lowry's going to be 80,000 years old. Yeah, that's right.
0: Udonis yeah, Haslam just turned 70. Yeah, turned Methuselah in NBA <laughs> terms. I know, I know Bro doesn't play with that heat culture. I think it's ran its course. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's my issue. <laughs> I sat there and I was like, can they please just co-sign like somebody. Do something. Be proactive. Don't just lose P.J. Tucker and they'd be like, oh, we'll be fine. Don't do that. And then you see, like, they're just sitting here. They're you just and hoping. I talk about LaMelo Ball leaving. He could fit here. but he could. I just worry that their spacing is still going to be garbage. I know, but... And their defense is just going to get worse. <laughs> it is, but... I think
0: Lamelo, it's a better spot for him in Miami than it is in Charlotte. Like, oh no, 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 I'll never,
1: I will never disagree with that. If you named any other team in the league, I'd probably say it's a better fit than Charlotte.
0: And I think Lamelo
1: Ball would have a good time in Miami, in South Beach. Yeah, he'd probably half of the half of the games he'd be hungover, but he'd be
0: pulling kind of a he turned into Ja Morant. Can you imagine if Jaw was in a big? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Thank God, Ja doesn't play for Miami. Do you know how bad he I'll was be? in
0: L.A., New York, Miami, or Atlanta. even Houston? Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Oof. Dude, you ja would be in jail, man. Yeah. From riches to rags for ja 12. you would also
1: be 350 pounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out 12, baby. yeah, the Miami Heat. What did I give them? I don't even know what I gave them. I, I don't think go, I've said anything. I think i C for the Miami Heat.
1: I'm just going to go D plus because y'all disappointed me the entire time because I sat there begging you to just sign like a no-name. Yeah. Like,
0: a Javon, Carter you and I hated helped. them not re signing PJ Tar. <laughs> yeah, like, like you
1: just needed somebody, and exactly. you're sitting there and you're like riding with all these undrafted rookies that you have. And I'm like, dude, Max Drews can carry you so far. <laughs> Max Drews can like, only carry you, Omar Yurtsavin can only carry yeah, so like, far. you. Yeah, like those guys can only carry you so far as the handful of people in this world that can actually tell you those guys' colleges exactly, which I'm I think pretty sure one of them went to DePaul. I don't know where Omar of went. I have no idea. He might have been where Omar He might be one of those dudes. Who the hell knows?
0: But shout out Mr. and Chad. Let's talk about our Dallas
1: Mavericks, man. You and I have our a ton of Mavericks.
0: thoughts on the Dallas Mavericks because. They have been worse since the Kyrie trade than the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets have won more games than the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, I know Maxi Kleba did hit a game winner in L.A. Luka's going to miss another game tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies It tips off in 49 minutes. But the Mavs have been really disappointing. The Jalen Brunson loss was a complete debacle and probably the biggest blunder of the entire offseason, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Mark Cuban has... Uh, has his thumbprint all over this, and it's a D. That was a you're big wasting Lucas Prime.
1: Yeah, that was a big blunder before the off season yeah. got here. But yeah, this team's been a massive, massive letdown. I mean, even before they made that horrible trade that they made, it was their defense was not very good. um And then you make a trade for another ball handler, and you're like, yeah, we're gonna win a championship with two ball handlers. Exactly. No, you're not. No, like, no, that's not how the NBA works. It's not how basketball even works. Like elementary coaches know you can't have two ball handlers on the court at the same time and hope and pray. Yeah. But I, I I feel like I've given out a lot of D's thus far, Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Like, nobody's had an You F don't need cause... to be
0: talking like that on the podcast. I, I really don't appreciate that. I know I'm corny as so. well.
1: Oh, he's so bad. By the
0: way, I will say this, because you know how um a lot of our, P, our followers, subscribers tend to be younger, which we love them all. I did meet one that was my age at the game. Oh. I was very excited to see. Shout out to you. Shout out. I, I can't remember his It name. wasn't Alex, was it? No, it wasn't Alex, but it was like, dude was taller than me, of course. Oh, well, that's but he hard. was our age. I've just <laughs> never been happier to meet somebody our age that was a fan of the content. That's, that's great. Shout that out, out to the Grizzlies. Yeah, shout out to him. Wish I could remember his name. I feel like a real prick now. <laughs> Anyways, you got anything else to say about the Dallas Mavericks?
1: Nah, they're garbage defensively though. They are garbage defensively. So the one I do like, Jane Hardy though.
0: I do love what I've Jayden been Hardy saying. Jane Hardy might bring Jayden their up to a C minus. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, he's been great.
0: The one defender they had, in Dorian Finney-Smith, is now in Brooklyn playing DFS. with nine other forwards. <laughs> the team's so funny though. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's get into hmm Atlanta Hawks, man. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray has not been very good. I saw that they have been under 500 for the past 25 games. They've been one game under 500 and they just can't get above that mark. You're going to talk about terribly defensively. That's what Atlanta yeah, and bad. the Atlanta yeah. Hawks are because Trey Young, their leader, he gets their coach fired midseason. You bring in Quinn Snyder with 23 games left. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And now you're trying to right the ship and I don't see them winning more than one playoff game, much less a series, so I'm going a C-minus with this. I promise we're going to do a positive one after this.
1: There's only five teams in the NBA that give up more points than them, and four of them are uh, tanking teams. Interesting. Yeah. Surprisingly, the Sacramento Kings are the other one, but the Sacramento Kings score the most points in the NBA, so it doesn't matter. Shout out Kevin Herter. Why did they not? Yeah. Um, why did they trade him away? As far as the DeJounte Murray thing goes, look, I I think the Hawks have a lot of good players. Like, you, Trey Young. He's a good basketball player. I'm not going to doubt that. As much as I dislike him off the court, as much as I dislike him on the court, Mm -hmm. he's a good player. DeJounte Murray, say what you will, he's a good basketball player. John Collins, good basketball player. Clint Capella, that's a good basketball player. None of these players fit together, though. None. Like Not for a second do these players fit together. Like Quinn Snyder is, I don't know why he took the job, unless they were like, look, you're going to get roster flexibility by the end of the year. As soon as we get to the end of the year, you can pick and choose. I can see that. But, like, this team's just not very good, and I'm going to go D again. Just because that's simple. What are you laughing
0: at? By the way, sorry. As you give out another D for a grade, uh, your girlfriend Leah Jackson's in chat saying, LOL, the ad being Tinder. Are we looking for a sponsor from Tinder in the future? <laughs> Shout-out to Tinder for uh, sponsoring YouTube,
1: man. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Shout-out to they her.
1: Knew that. They knew who... Was the host of this podcast <laughs> They do
0: We're giving out D's as grades today And shit happens dog It does Shit happens I completely agree with everything you just said though As you were laughing about Tinder Yeah I Sorry Leah makes me laugh but... Shout out to her Shout out to your girl for show Yeah the Atlanta Hawks are horribly defensively Who were those five teams that are worse defensively than the Hawks
1: Uh, It is the Detroit Pistons Of course The Indiana Pacers Of course the Sacramento Kings, but like I said, this, the Kings are the best scoring team in the NBA. Right. By a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the Golden State Warriors. Does that shock you? And then the San Antonio Spurs and Rockets. The Golden State so Warriors awesome being
0: one. bottom of the league and defense makes me happy, actually.
1: Yeah, it does, because they're
0: garbage. makes me extremely it's garbage happy. Yeah. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream right now. We're so close to 150K subs. Y'all make sure to leave a sub as well. MR said Luca or Ja in chat. We're riding with Luca as of right now. Oh, give me Luca. Ja is free and we'll be playing either Wednesday or Friday. Can't wait for that one. I think it'll be playing Wednesday. Sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah, sooner rather than later. Uh, I'm gonna
1: let you pick a, any team to grade from here on out, but my guy. Alright, alright. I've been keeping track. So we'll go to the West. Let's go let's go the best off season in the NBA. Oh god. The Utah Jazz. Oh, Give me your grade for the Utah Jazz. Um, irrelevant,
0: is that a grade? That's not a grade. Those of you who don't know. Uh, similar Co- to Baker Mayfield
1: if you're going to grade him like okay. that. Okay,
0: Baker, nobody brought him up, but I see. I mean, he had the best comeback in the NFL last year. I don't know no, if you got that DM it. I sent you. No, he didn't. You didn't get that DM I sent you? I got the
1: DM, but he did not have the best, or best comeback. Well,
0: the NFL uh, social account said he had the best comeback
1: of the year. Because they thought- they're going to get crazy people like you. Who agrees. No, it's
0: just the truth,
1: man. No, it's
0: not. Okay, whatever. We're talking about the NBA right now. Those of you who don't know, we do have a running argument, Coop and I, but about the Utah Jazz and the Cleveland Cavaliers who had the better offseason. season. In my eyes, I think they both had... Really good off-seasons. I think the Cavs just getting an all-NBA player, a guy who's went for 71 this year in Donovan Mitchell, it's easy that they had the best off-season while keeping Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and Evan Mobley. It's just real simple. But the Utah Jazz acquiring the picks that they got and having the irrelevant season they had, Coop seems to think they had a great off-season. I will give their season a B-minus because they got a ton of stuff and they ended up somehow being decent. So shout out to the Utah
1: Jazz. Um, Utah's been great. Uh, I think B, B-plus is probably where I'd put them to just because they definitely exceeded a lot of expectations. Laurie Markkinen, the marksman, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Easy, all-star guy. Um, and I think the reason – I just think the future is so bright for this team. That's why I still think they had an incredible offseason. Like, as much as I joke with you, like, the future's bright. Right. Um, and, you get, and Walker Kessler, I, I'd be remiss not to mention him. One hey, of the best shot blockers in the league this year. You bro. got basically five picks if you're including Walker Kessler as a pick. For Rudy Gobert and you got Rudy Gobert already. So. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. it's not that hard to find one. Like you just need a tall lug that can block shots in the pants. Mm-hmm. So, like right. that's all Rudy Gobert is. Um so you traded away a massive contract on a guy who's never gonna win an NBA championship in his entire career for another guy that's gonna do the same thing. So right. like I just felt like they did a lot of good things. Danny Ainge is not done. Uh we, we saw what five years down the road from a Danny Ainge team, the were in the championship. So like yeah. it's one of those things that you let him start working working his magic i think this team's the future's bright for them but uh yeah i'm gonna go b yeah. straight up b i agree bro i agree i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with a b as well for them
0: uh as we go to chat i astro asks, how long have you been grizzlies fans since
1: since I started watching the NBA. Yeah, since since
0: here. birth. I remember going to the arena watching Jason Williams and Pau Gasol play for the Grizzlies. I've seen Allen Iverson in a Grizzlies uniform, which a lot of people don't know that he even played for us. I saw all the horrible seasons with Rudy Gay, and then eventually into the core four with Mike Conley, Marc Gasol, Zach Randolph, uh, those cats, and then also now, I remember I... I had to watch Lance Stevenson win 20 games for us, and now we have John Morant. I remember the
1: year where Tyreek Evans did the Lance Stevenson and won 20 games for us. (laughs) 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 They were literally the same player just 20 (laughs) years down the road. Shout out Tyreek. Shout out Tyreek. He's been a fan longer than me because he knows way more of the older players because I'm going to be honest, I didn't start watching sports really until like 2007. Dude,
0: I'm just glad that you and I agreed on the Jazz. It's a first. We both came a B.
1: I mean, they still were one of the best off seasons. Okay. That's where we disagree.
0: You want to take a quick break? Talk about your yeah. Dallas Cowboys?
1: Talk about the best all season in the NFL? Heck yeah.
0: I'm not remiss to that at all. The Dallas Cowboys best went out and got Dallas. Stephon Gilmore Stephon. last week. They go out and get Brandon Cooks, who has had a 1,000-yard season, six of the last – uh, years he has played. He's also caught balls from Jared Goff, Davis Mills, it doesn't matter. He's a He's walking a thousand, thousand yard receiver. This officially eliminates them from OBJ contention, and yeah, I think this hard. is a better option than OBJ because yes. Brandon Cooks doesn't have as many injury concerns as Odell. By the way, be on the lookout for a short coming out about this very topic at 7 o'clock central time. Can't wait to drop that. But yeah, man, I give this trade a 10 out of 10 for the Dallas Cowboys. You look at Brandon Cooks, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup, and if you possibly go out and get Bijan Robinson or some type of other running back, uh, this skill position is going to be crazy.
1: All right. I'll be honest. So we just lost Dalton Schultz today, but I don't care because I think he's not that. I think he's just a. Side ends tight are easily end. replaceable. Yeah. They're um, replaceable. Um, I want Darnell Washington in the draft for my first pick. I'll say it. Give me a 6'8, 250 pound guy that moves fluid like that, and he's a second blocker. He's a blocker first, and then a red zone monster next. What's cool? Georgia. That's Georgia Okay That's yeah. the backup That's the backup uh, Tight end to Brock Bowers Brock Bowers is going back This year isn't he he's a, Dude he's a true sol- Or a true junior So he couldn't have left Oh my that god That dude Yeah He was a true sophomore Last year
0: Jesus He
1: couldn't have left I forgot football players Have to play three years Yes. Yeah, and he started as a true freshman And that last year Was his second year And so this is his third year But Darnell Washington Was the guy behind him Who basically was their Glorified blocker Right But like I would take a risk On him in 26 Okay I, that To me, I don't think that's the biggest need anymore because they did such a good job filling their two biggest holes. Speed at wide receiver and a second corner. How mad would you be if they traded up just a 15 to 18 to get Bijan? I don't want Bijan. Okay. And it, to be honest, if Bijan falls to you at 26 and you take him, I don't care. He's not going to fall there. I don't want you trading up for a running back. Do not use assets to get a running back. Okay. Because uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've seen this play out over and over and over again, where guys like Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones are in there in the fifth round. Who's and gonna step up?
0: Be the back? Or are you gonna put it? Because you can't put it all on Tony Pollard. No, no, they're leg. going to draft a running back. I just in Who my opinion, you, do you I have no,
1: somebody else on your mind or? I, so as far as draft goes, I want Chase Brown, the Illinois running back, because okay. he has speed and size, and I'd love that. Other than that, I'd love to have a guy like uh, Chris Rodriguez out of Kentucky to be a bruiser. I'd be fine think, with guys like that. I did, dude,
0: I, I know you, you may call me crazy. I just think Bijan has as much talent as Zeke did when they drafted him. No, he Except, has more. Yeah. No, dude, he's... And you don't have to draft Zeke. Cause what did I'm not Zeke a hater do? of is, running back. What did Zeke Zeke went four. Yeah, he went four. We drafted four. him number four overall. Jalen Ramsey's
1: pissed at us because we didn't draft him at four.
0: If you could get a talent like Bijan Robinson at 15 through 18... I hear that's what you're the, saying. That's so what like what I'm here's, saying. I, I know the running back in the first yeah, round is crazy. Just, I don't care. He's a that good of a talent.
1: But I'm also to the point where you found a guy like Tony Pollard in the fourth round. Like running backs are such a deep class that you can stone like as long as you have the offensive line to block, I feel like running backs should be able to run through the hole. Valid. Like and they're only gonna last you five years. I don't want to like as good as he is. If he's if he's there at twenty six and you take him, fine. The, don't just, waste extra to get. There. I just don't think he's gonna be there. Hey, I don't think he is either. That's why I'm saying, yeah. if he is, sure. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like you're telling me, I get Tony Parker. What on do you think it take
0: tech? to jump
1: eight picks? I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not like.
0: I don't, I don't know either. I don't know how much. I don't know, I, know what would, take. I'd probably
1: say it take our first and maybe like a third and maybe a future third, like, something yeah. like that. I don't know. I really don't know how it's trades work. It's a future
0: third to t- jump up eight picks in the first round. It
1: probably wouldn't be that if they knew who we were going to get. And it depends on who you're trading with because, like, you have to have the relationship. But, like, I, a the Cowboys have really only ever been counterproductive in the draft. They go backwards instead of up, which I'm fine with getting extra capital. Like, that's good. If he's there at 26 and you take him, fine. My line. be upset. But, my line's 15. My I just don't 15. go up. Don't go up to get a running okay. back. Especially in the first round. Like you and know, I disagree. And
0: the good thing that you have you can have faith in this offseason because they've just been so incredible. Dude, so whatever they, they do for If you had told now, me we go plus. into this
1: draft already filling cornerback two and filling out a fast wide receiver, I would have laughed in your face. Because mm-hmm. the Cowboys do not ever do anything in the offseason. Right. And you traded you've traded a fifth, a fifth, and a sixth that's basically a seventh round pick because it's a comp- compensation pick or whatever they're called. Right. And you got Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cooks. Like, I don't care if they're older guys. Right. Those are guys that I can trust. Like, that makes me more confident than you signing like and, a and next OBJ. Yeah,
0: that, that defensive back is good. I, I They are complete at everything except running back right now, and I think, I don't know, that'd be huge.
1: I'd honestly be fine if you signed like Damian Harris off the free agency for like $4 million. Okay. Like, I just think we need a bigger back to kind of take some of the I agree. Because Tony Pollard can do it all, but, like, you're also banging on a guy that just tore his – Major, like, major what injury. Is, his femur? Yeah. Or what was it? I don't, was it I – I don't remember what his thing was. I know he tore his ACLs and everything, but I've been super pleased with my Cowboys. Um, but I really want – I'm, like, falling in love with Darnell Washington. Yeah. Exactly. I want him so bad. Yeah. Like, could you imagine having a 6'8 tight end in the red zone?
0: I know it'd be perfect. I get because you're fresh off losing Dalton Schultz, but I just think running backs more important. I think tight ends are a little bit easier to
1: replace. They, yeah. No, they one thousand percent. Running backs are
0: replaceable too, but a talent like Bijan is something
1: I fall in love with, especially yeah, when I he's know, not going to go but that high. I'd also be fine with you getting like, like I said, like Chris Rodriguez could be there in the fifth round, and I think that's a great guy to hand the ball off. I like to. him, like, him I too. That second kid. Like, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I just feel like running back's such a deep class always. Like. You can stumble upon somebody who knows how to run through the hole that's in valid. the fifth, sixth, seventh round, and you're paying what seven hundred fifty thousand to him?
0: Yeah, no, that's valid. Like that's valid, and that's why like fifteen is my cutoff. I went back end
1: of the first round, paying like yeah. you don't need to be. Paying I just top don't want to move up to get him. I, yeah. If he's there at twenty six, like like I've already said, that's I won't be upset. Like the same sure. thing with like when you trade back and still got Michael Parsons. I was like, ah, fine, you got yeah. another linebacker, mm-hmm. and then obviously he's not just a linebacker, but like if you trade back and you get. I just need them to be smart. Like yeah. don't don't get hung hung ho about gung ho about all that.
0: I guys. will I say I think them and the Detroit Lions have had the two best off seasons and the in the NFL. I put them. Yeah, I
1: think the Bears. You throw them in there as well. Who did the Lions get? I know they got Tronson Gardner Johnson, but who else did they get?
0: They got Cam Sutton, another defensive back from the Steelers, and they also um, they signed Bears running back uh, David. Oh, Montgomery. David Montgomery. Yeah, 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 to
1: fill the Jamal Williams role. Yeah, and they'll probably get a. Uh, is it Compens? Compensatory or compensation? What's the picks that they give out? Like, yeah, I know. What you're I don't saying. You know don't, what I'm talking about. It, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all can tell me which one it is. I'm just having a brain fart. Like, they'll get a compensation pick for him. Same with Dallas, nine million dollars. I think that's a second or third round compensation pick. So like, exactly. I'm not. That's why I don't care about losing guys in free agency. Like, if you're gonna go get more money, go get more money. Exactly. I don't care. Yeah. Like, you're. I was never gonna pay Dolan so Schultz million, $9 dollars. Million. I, I would think, never pay. I don't him nine know. Even like dollars. a. TJ Hawkinson like that did nothing for the Vikings. No, like, like, tight end, unless I'm are getting not Travis not game Kelsey. Not, yeah. yeah, unless
0: you're getting Travis Kelsey, it's That's not going to change.
1: T- Darnell Washington could legit be like. I don't Because so. we also think about it. A running back. What helps a running back? Good blocking. Mm-hmm. If you get a tight end that knows how to block too, and he's 6'8", eight. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude's sucking somebody and shoving them. You're right. You're right. That I think everything with that dude too. Kenny McIntosh. Cowboys. It's.
0: Mike McCarthy's gonna run the ball a shit ton, Bijan. I think offensive line, you need to really build up more than anything. That's just my opinion.
1: Let's get Well, through. luckily, they like cut Tyron Smith's contract down a lot. Like that's the other thing. Like, I'm not gonna get into it. They the restructured contract. a ton. They've restructured a ton. And I think if healthy, which <laughs> it's a big if, Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Biotish, uh, Zach Martin, and Terrence Steele that's a great mm-hmm. great offensive line. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But If healthy.
0: (laughs) Um, We've done about 80% of these NBA teams. Coop, I'm going to let you find another one that you want to give me. And while that happens, I'm going to implore chat to drop some questions in here. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about your favorite player, your favorite team. So be sure to get in chat. Ask whatever question uh, you want, and we will try to get to it. Cooper, give me
1: a team that you want to grade. All right, I'm gonna ask you a question and then we'll get into the team. Let's you do want it. me to get you want us to knock out these crap teams real quick Let's and then it. get into some decent teams? Or go decent teams, then knock out. We don't
0: them. have to do all of them. Just give me one you want. Let's go to the
1: Pacers. All right. I just want to hear your thoughts on the Pacers.
0: I think um one of my buddy Raul, he was he used to work for sideline sources. He was he he had stumbled upon my uh trade.
1: Oh, you Tyrese had Tyree Salibur?
0: Yeah, and he goes Dude, this take is absolutely has aged beautifully. He was dead serious because I was I was I was not hammering Tyrese. I was just saying people are shitting on Demontis Sabonis. This trade's gonna pay off, and I was this was last June, and now Sacramento's two three seed, and I was like, bro. This trade has worked out for both teams, but Sacramento, I mean, you could say they won it, but Tyrese Halliburton doing what they have. Indiana's drafted really well, like you said, Andrew Nimhard. Chris Duarte hasn't been what he was his rookie yeah. year, but Ben Matherin has been amazing. I, I think the Pacers this year, they give you some hope. Give me a B for the Indiana Pacers.
1: I like that. Obviously, you know my affiliations towards Tyrese Halliburton. I think this is one of the... the it's not. It doesn't happen often, but this is one of those cases where it's a win-win trade, yeah. like I've said it over and over again. I'm there with you. You could have traded De'Aaron Fox. You could have traded Tyrese Halliburton. I think it would have worked either way. You couldn't have had those two guys and won a championship. It was just never going to ever happen. You had to make that decision. I applaud the Kings for making it, and I also applaud the Pacers for being willing to take on Tyrese Halliburton. Mm -hmm. He's been awesome. I mean, he was an all-star. I said it from the beginning. He was going to be an all-star. I didn't think he would average the points, but I knew the assists would be there. I knew that just everything would be there for him. He's been incredible. Their future is bright. I'm not ready to say they're going to just be a playoff lock next year because they do need to figure out some some positions that they don't just really have a an abundance of. But this team, I, I'm, I like B plus. Um,
0: you and I are the same way. Let's go to chat real quick because I'm so glad we brought up your
1: Pacers, bro. I love my Pacers. That's I, probably been I just wanted you do so aside to- from the King or the Calves, uh-huh. just because you know how much I love Mobley. Like, I don't from, know what
0: happened to our boy, Mo Hoos. We haven't seen him in a minute, but shout-out to the Pacers. You know? Yeah, I got to so give a shout-out to the Pacers. That's uh, one of my favorite players is Tyrese. Absolutely. MRS, who's the best PG in the league? off them I, I hate to say this, especially right now with what the thumbnail and title is. Give me Steph Curry. It's obvious. Damian Lillard has been magnificent this year. Career highs in both points and efficiency. That is so hard to do, to increase your points and attempts and also increase your efficiency and field goal percentage is crazy.
1: What are you laughing at? James Harden. <laughs> okay, dude. Over Steph Curry. Look David at him. Edwards. He was trying. He wants to make fun of me so hard. I'm not he knows. making fun of you. This is not even a series. It's not even a conversation. Actually, the best point guard in the league right now is Tyrese Halliburton. Okay, dude. As far as what a point guard is described as, it's Tyrese Halliburton. Okay, Whatever. <laughs> Hey, I gave you two guys that know how to facilitate and pass the ball. You do like that's yeah. what a point guard is, am I wrong? Yeah, but Steph Curry is Steph Curry's a shooting guard. He's a glorified shooting guard. No, he's not. He's Draymond Green guard. A point this guard.
0: is this is outrageous. Now he's just trying to make me mad. The Bro Council <laughs> asks: Is it possible for the Knicks to move up? Uh, to move up a number to get the home court advantage in the playoffs? Or are we stuck at five? So can the Knicks move up to four? Shout out to the Bro Council, uh, my guys over there. Love each and every no.
1: one of you. It's possible, but you're not doing it.
0: You think over the Cavs? Because that, that Cavs hot is, winning streak. Cavs
1: was, and Knicks are both sitting right there at 7-3 and three in the last 10.
0: Like. I was really worried about like the Cavs getting overtaken with the Knicks on that 10-11. Whatever game win streak wild. that was. But out, of yeah. the,
1: out of the... They're just All-star two
0: over. and a half back. I think it comes out a remaining schedule. I think the Knicks, they still can, but they're gonna have to catch some wins. They're not supposed to get in the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna have to lose some games or not. Yeah,
1: I just I don't think it's gonna happen. I think two and a half either hot. way either way it's Cleveland versus New York, which is who gets home court advantage. But I think both of those home courts are gonna be fun. Uh, atmospheres for both of those teams, that's so deep. I'm not. Worried yeah. about it. I don't think it'll. And the it Donovan does.
0: Mitchell storyline in that, where you don't give up don't RJ. Be- or, yeah. Yes, that's gonna be a beautiful series. They only have ten games left, and two and a half games is a ton
1: to do. Yeah. So if I
0: had, if I was a betting man, I'd say no. But the you Knicks basically
1: need to win nine of those and hope and pray like exactly. they don't. Like you'd have to go nine and one. And in that series, bro, like let us predict
0: it. Cavs Knicks. I say, Cavs in seven. I think it's a seven game I was, series. I, so flip I definitely a coin. Think it's seven. Just because of a closer, I, I think Donovan Mitchell's Mitchell, at. Yeah, Knicks. Ah, screw
1: it. I'm going Knicks. Let's do it. I got Knicks. Jalen Brunson. Give me Jalen Brunson and Julius Randall to call love it. Because they've been they've been one step away from a conference finals with Trey Young walking all over them. By I'll me. be cheering for the Knicks. I'm not even gonna lie. Be for them. I'll be as much I'll, as I love J.B. Bickerstaff and my boy Evan Mobley. I think again going back to what I said about the Bulls earlier, mm-hmm. it's a fun NBA when the team, the blue bloods basically, are there, mm-hmm. which. March Madness talk. Did you see that this is, like, one of the first times that both Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, and uh, Kansas have not been in the Sweet 16? Who knocked out Duke again? You know? Dude, I could not give, like, any cares to college basketball. Sakai Ziegler. Do you know how much how many games I've watched? No, not like either. zero. Zieg- I don't care. Are Tennessee's best
0: players are, and they still knock out Duke, which is hilarious. Yeah, no, Sakai Ziegler is good. Yeah.
1: Does Duke, Duke have, like, a guy on this team this year? They had
0: two seven-footers, and, like, they were hot as hell. and They still So,
1: are, like, right? are those guys going to be, like, draft picks? Or like, I have no You idea. know what I mean? Like I this, have no idea. I feel like the past few years, like, Kentucky and Duke and North Carolina even have all, like, not had that, like, Jason Tatum on their team. Exactly. Anymore. I feel like that's gone. And our friends at Overtime Elite, I mean, they're, they
0: have two of the top five picks, and obviously Victor Webb Benyama is not playing college basketball. Yeah. Brandon Miller is the only
1: collegiate top five projected pick He's this year. so and he's freaking awesome. He's so good. They're yeah. the best. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you right now. It's, unless something drastic happens, exactly. they're going to be a tough team to beat. Exactly.
0: When you, you and I almost got to every single team, uh, y'all make sure to leave a like on stream right now. Um, As you know, we do do the Hampton Sports Podcast every Monday and Thursday. This Thursday, my friend Cooper is heading out to the ATL yet again. Again. Back so soon. Uh, But we will be here for Grizz Talk on Wednesday. We'll have a ton to talk about. John Morant will likely make his return on Wednesday night. We'll be here live pregame to cover it. Can't wait to talk about all that in 12's return. But for now, Coop, hope you have a great, great night, my friend.
1: Yes, sir. You too. Go Grizz.
0: Go Grizz, baby. Also, uh,
1: go Grizz.